Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. The prayer for the sick. James chapter 5 verse 16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Christ is the same compassionate physician now that he was during his earthly ministry. In him there is healing balm for every disease. Why is it that men are so unwilling to trust him who created man and who can by a touch, a word, a look, heal all manner of disease? Who is more worthy of our confidence than the one who has made so great a sacrifice for our redemption? Our Lord has given us definite instruction through the Apostle James as to our duty in case of sickness. When human help fails, God will be the helper of his people. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. That's James 5, 14 and 15. But the offering of such a prayer is a most solemn act. It should not be entered upon without careful consideration. And this is where we haven't thought about this much probably in the last generation because of so many people out there who are doing faith healings and they don't stop to ask somebody if they have repented of their sins or turned from them do they they just push them down or whatever they do um, but it's a very solemn act to ask for that kind of prayer for forgiveness for healing and forgiveness of somebody we know that God hears us if we ask according to his will to those who desire prayer for their restoration to health it should be made plain that the violation of God's law, either natural or spiritual, is a sin. That in order for them to receive his blessing, sin must be confessed and forsaken. So we know that he hears us when we ask according to his will, but to press our petitions without a submissive spirit is not right. Our prayers must take the form of intercession, not a command. You see so many people demanding that God heal and they shout and do whatever they do. But we are interceding. We are not commanding. There are cases where God works decidedly by his divine power in the restoration of health, but not all the sick are healed. And many are actually laid away to sleep in Jesus. Our desires and interests should be lost in his will, whatever his will is. These experiences that test faith are for our benefit. Faith is strengthened by exercise, and we must let patience have its perfect work, remembering that there are precious promises. Excuse me, sorry. There are precious promises in the scripture for those who wait upon the Lord. So it sounded to me as if patience is the exercise of faith. So when we read that experiences that test our faith are for our benefit, and that faith is strengthened by exercise, then we read, patience must have her perfect work, so it's a work of patience to strengthen our faith by exercise. But what is the work of patience? I, I believe that it's to wait peacefully, trusting God's providence. And while we do this, our faith strengthens while we wait. We're actively exercising our faith by doing nothing. That seems hard to understand. Let me say it another way. So. While we patiently endure our tests and trials, trusting Jesus, 
to do a perfect work in us. Our faith grows strong because of experimental relationships. So the results of trusting patiently will reveal over and over the care of our Redeemer and Elder Brother and the results of our patiently waiting. We'll see him work. As long as we're working, he can't work. Can, can't Willie. Nothing happens without his knowledge and permission. And it must go through him to get to us. So we can say with confidence that whatever happens to me is for my good and his glory. I fear no evil for he is with me. Bringing his sweet will to pass in my life, whatever happens. Then, this, then. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I read that. I read my note wrong. That whatever happens then is from him, and I surrender and come to him for directions and guidance and strength, for growth is painful. I have um, felt that growth in my life has been painful. It's always been a, as a result of some awful consequence of something that I have done or said, you know, but the results are sweet. It made me think of this uh, Bible verse in Hebrews 12, verse 11. It tells us, Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So chastening, trials, troubles. They're workmen to do God's work. So when we pray for the sick, which is our title today, Praying for the Sick, our, um, that we ask God for healing, we have to have with trusting patience. Trust Him for His will to be done. Surrender to Him. And intercede but we can't command or demand so we read that they will need to confess and repent of sin for healing in some cases and the violation of his law is sin that was a natural law as well as God's moral law and, uh, if we um, ask according to his will he will hear us and we can let our desires and interests be lost in his will. Sorry, of my phone. I found a promise in Jeremiah 33, 6. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. Yes, the end result is peace, isn't it? The peaceable fruit of righteousness to them which are exercised thereby, we read in Hebrews 12, 11. Let's close with prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you, Lord, that you have charge over our character building and development, and that you're going to make something beautiful of our lives, something that we could not do alone without you. But with you, all things are possible. And we thank you, Lord, that you know how. And we just trust our case in your hands and surrender our will. I and these who are here with me, in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining me. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. And take good care today.